This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Visit the podcast's page for show notes and links. Remember to like, share, and comment to help me grow. This is the first episode of Henshin Inspection, the first numbered episode of Henshin Inspection, I should say. I have finished SSSS.Denazanon, and I have a question. Much like the title of every episode of that show is a question, the title of this episode is going to be a question, and that is, is SSSS.Denazanon a Henshin Hero Show? Is, so... (laughs) In SSSS.Gridman, it was much more clear. Yuta Hibiki actively transformed into Gridman, and these shows are in the same universe. If he was a henshin hero, and that was a henshin hero show, doesn't that mean SSSS.Denazanon is as well? Are those Denazanon uh, crew, or sorry, are the Denazanon crew henshin heroes? They have combining robot, uh, or a combining robot, and they fight giant monsters, but they don't have costumes. Are they just mecha pilots, like in Gundam? But then again, Gundam pilots have costumes, uh, but their robots don't combine. Uh, They also fight wars against other people in mobile suits for the most part. So that's kind of my opening salvo, my uh, opening presentation for this conversation, uh, for this henshin inspection, if you will. And uh, yeah, I want to know what y'all think, and I'm going to present my evidence. So I went back to... One of my uh, zero episodes, I had episode zero, episode zero, zero, and episode triple zero. And in those, I talked about uh, all these different factors uh, that make a henshin hero a henshin hero. And by extension, a henshin hero, show, comic, whatever, uh, you know, (laughs) what makes it define, or what makes it, uh, sorry, excuse me, for blathering. Uh, but basically, I have my qualifications for henshin heroes, and I'm going to present them and go through them one by one and talk about the show in the context of them and see how they all apply. So, first of all, a henshin hero must be heroic. It is not enough to transform. It, it You have to be heroic. And over the course of the show, each of the Denazanon 5, the Denazanon crew, I'll just say, uh, does become heroic, engages in heroic actions, and proves themselves to be heroes. They put their lives in danger in order to stop the threat of the kaiju eugenicists and the kaiju that they're causing to run rampant. And that's a simple answer to the question. Uh, do they have a henshin call? Uh, access mode, Dyna wing, access mode, Dyna soldier. I guess, I guess that is the henshin call. It's not really, it's, it's very fiddly, uh, but I'll call it a henshin call if we must. Uh, do their bodies or clothes change. No, they don't. Um, they can phase through the vehicles. The, the vehicles change from little toys to big toys. So there's a one aspect of transformation and then they're able to pilot those and uh, you know come in and out of them and beam into them and, and stuff like that uh, right on top of them. Uh, but you know they're not changing physically. Uh, are they changing for plot reasons? Well, if I'm saying that they're not changing <laughs> because they're not getting an armor or anything like that, then uh, can't, does this question even apply? Uh, well, I, I, I would argue yes and no. Um, I'll give evidence for and against. One is that, yes, they're changing for plot reasons. Galma comes in and he needs the kaiju to be stopped and he calls together these people. I can't even remember now in the first episode why he picked these four. But he did. Uh, I guess he sensed the potential in each of them because he was walking around watching him and, and Yamogi was because he saved him from 
a little kaiju or something like that. No, he, he fed him. That's what it was. He fed him. He showed kindness and uh, and was opened up to uh, to being a Denazanon pilot because of that. So uh, I actually hadn't given that much thought about that, and uh, I haven't taken the time to rewatch the episode since I finished them. And uh, hmm, that's kind of curious. But anyway, uh, you know the plot reasons for them coming together still works. They're getting into this combined robot uh, in order to save the world from the kaiju eugenicist. So uh, in that aspect, I'm going to say yes. Uh, and then each time they do it, they're, uh, they're overcoming that external threat, which is actually another one of my points uh, down farther. Um, my, my next question is, uh, does the outer change reflect an inner change? Uh, I'm going to say yes uh, to this as well. Uh, while they don't change suits, uh, each of them does have a physical change, which I talked about in my last episode, which, by the way, if you want to hear episode-by-episode episode, uh, analysis of uh, SSSS.Denazanon, go ahead and look up my uh, Going Ultra feed for that. You can find that there. Uh, I'll, I have a playlist. I think I have a playlist on Odyssey. Um, I'll have to make a post on uh, on MGWindows.com where I collect it. Maybe, well, I don't know what, I, what I'll call it. Maybe it'll be slash Denazanon or SSSS.Denazanon analysis or something like that. Anyway, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. So anyway, um, but yeah, you, you can check that out if you want to. And you can hear, I kind of do like a, a post-mortem on the show in that in that analysis because I knew I wasn't going to actually, or I wasn't thinking at the time that I'd actually do um, a, a deeper dive into it. And this is this is a deeper dive, but it's specifically examining uh, whether or not it's a Henshin Hero show, not a judgment of the show as, you know, as an entity unto itself. So, anyway, uh, moving on from there. So, yeah, they get scars. Um, uh, it's Yamogi and uh, and your girl, Minami, or Yume. She gets a scar, he gets a scar. The two of them get scars. Uh, we have, uh, gosh, Koyomi gets his hair cut and, and leaves behind his neat persona, or at least uh, outward appearance. And uh, Chise also changes, and uh, I would say that Galma undergoes a pretty big physical change as well. So <laughs> we'll have to see uh, what comes of that in the uh, in the uh, proposed uh, crossover event that'll be the third season of this show, uh, which I think it's I don't know I'll be curious to see if it's two years away because I think uh, Gridman SSSS Gridman aired in 2019. This aired in 2021. So does that mean in 2023 we'll be getting the uh, the return? Uh, of the show. I don't know. That'd be interesting. Um, regardless, uh, yeah, so there's definitely a physical change in that the outer change reflects the inner change. Like, none of these people would have gotten the scars. Actually, Koyomi got a scar as well. Uh, I forgot about that. He has a scar on, like, his ankle. Um, although I feel like that's actually not from, from this, uh, from his activities as a pilot. I feel like it's from something else. And then, uh, I mentioned she's saying her tattoo or whatever changes. So anyway, and she removes the, sl- she's removed the sleeve when she's out and about, so you can see that all the time now. So there's another, you know, aspect or affect of transformation, uh, outer transformation reflecting the interchange that these people have experienced. So that's pretty cool. And of course, yeah, they do, uh, fight to overcome this kaiju apocalypse that the uh, kaiju eugenicists are trying to foment. So, I mean, according to all those things, it would seem like the simple answer is yes, indeed, this is a henshin hero show, and these are henshin heroes, and uh, yeah, I guess that's right, but I still have kind of the counter-argument against that is, well, they're just piloting a mecha. Is this a mecha show? Um, You know, is Evangelion a henshin hero show? Well, people sure go undergo changes in that. But then again, I was thinking about this more and more. And 
so much anime has characters going through a journey and going through character arcs and changing that I might need to reassess how I think about the Henshin Hero shows a little bit and, and uh, Japanese media specifically because so much of it is character or at least so much of the stuff that I enjoy is uh, character arc based. Uh, most of the common writers that I, well, I've mostly seen, I've seen all of the uh, late Heisei um, like from from Double On to anyway, I've seen a lot. <laughs> I've seen a lot of late Heisei stuff and I've watched some Showa and some early Heisei and I don't know if characters uh, in the other shows change 100%, like, uh, or if they have arcs past them being changed into Kaizo Negan or whatever, uh, them being changed into these, you know, pension heroes uh, that they do become, and it's undeniable because that's the, not the foundation of the genre, but that's my starting point in the genre, and that's, that's fundamentally what those shows are about. Uh, so as far as, um, you know, just because somebody has a, an arc and they, like, change you know, their clothes or something, literally, they change their clothes, does that mean it's a Henshin Hero show? Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to say no, uh, but I think there's definitely something more to it here. Th- this show has the trappings of a uh, Henshin Hero show, so I think that's what kind of makes it qualify for me. I brought up Gundam pilots uh, in the beginning, and the fact that they mostly wear uniforms of some sort or special suits for their mobile suit. Special suits for their mobile suits. Wow, what a what a poetic turn of phrase. Anyway, uh, but the kaiju eugenicists are in these uh, militaristic type garb, but they never change their clothes, uh, much like a Super Sentai or, or Kamen Rider general monster form. Um, they never change those outfits, uh, but the kaiju eugenicists do see some level of change and transformation within themselves as well, in addition to really... Uh, having their own time where they physically change when they all get absorbed into uh, Shizumu and you know, Shizumu changes into a kaiju form or unleashes the kaiju form from within himself. So how do those things apply to the show? Uh, I mean, I guess they do. I, 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 I guess I'm begrudgingly calling this show a Henshin Hero show and it's I'm begrudgingly call it because they're really pushing the envelope on the conventions of the genre, or, yeah, I guess genre conventions, and that's okay. I, I don't mind that at all. I, I'm not a stickler because it still leaves me with those same uh, feelings. But I almost, you know, I, I said it before, but I'll, I'll concretize what I was saying. I almost wonder if I need to tweak the formula and the criteria to remove the essential... The essential, or I need to make sure that my criteria don't say that it's essential that the person changes or has a character arc. And maybe I need to differentiate that they have a character arc versus they change in some way. Because at the basis, at the very base level for ancient heroes, they do all change in some way, which is by transforming uh, or combining. And I don't know. It's funny. This is almost uh, it's a ancient hero show without people having to be in ancient hero costumes. So. That's kind of weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Um, yeah, that's what I'll say. So, yeah, it's a very outside of the box engine hero show, and that's okay. I think that's that's my verdict on the show overall. I think uh, Nan is a really great show, and I enjoyed it so much. I couldn't say whether or not I liked it more than Gridman. Uh, maybe, well, no. 
in the future, when, when they announce the next show, maybe I'll do a 24-episode rewatch leading up to it if I have that kind of time. Well, if it's two years from now, hopefully I'll have my homestead going. Hopefully I'll have sold some books and I'll have a, a little more free time that I've been able to purchase for myself. So, anyway, we'll see how it goes. But that's pretty much all I wanted to do is really uh, put the show through these questions and maybe for the next show I finish I'll have to uh, I'll have to tweak it and I don't know if the next thing I'm going to examine in Henshin Inspection Episode 2 I don't know if that's going to be Ultraman Z or if that'll be uh, Concrete Revolutio I think it should be Ultraman Z because I'm closer to finishing that than I am Concrete Revolutio and uh, but then after that I'll have to deal with Ultraman Trigger so it'll probably be I think it'll be well, I'll probably do this I'll do Z then I'll do Concrete Revolutio then I'll do um at least Concrete Revolution of Season 1, because if by the end of Season 1, if I don't, if I examine that and I don't think it works, then do I talk about Season 2 or not? I don't know. But then uh, eventually trigger after that. So, um, yeah. And I guess, I guess maybe it would be useful to pause and reflect before I sign out and say, is there anything specifically that was done in SSSS.Denazanon that I should talk about uh, that... Is relevant to how this was in fact a henshin hero show despite uh, how outside of the box it was and yeah I'm not sure about that I'll think about it and uh, either <laughs> I'll continue or I won't so I don't think there's anything else I want to talk about that was specific to Denazanon uh, in this discussion but I do kind of want to put a put a put something out there that I should consider this if every single Henshin Hero show was the same, it wouldn't be interesting, it wouldn't be exciting. Uh, if they were just copy-paste, 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 reskin, I don't think I would be interested in watching them or continuing to watch them, or I would watch a certain amount, be set, uh, you know, saturated or satiated, and then just say, okay, I'm done, I'll, I'll, I'll skip on to the next one. And like Modern Sentai, I haven't watched in a few years, but honestly, if I had more time, uh, I would definitely watch more, but I don't just have time to dedicate hours and hours to, to watching shows uh, every week. Um, I'm doing a lot of other stuff that I find much more important than that, uh, besides, you know, taking care of, uh, my livelihood and such. But, um, I should try to focus on when I go into the Ultraman Z, uh, henshin inspection, what are the things that make Z unique and what are the, uh, specific things that set it apart from, let's just say, Denazanon, Gridman, uh, or, you know, Kamen Rider and Super Sentai, uh, which I have experience with as well. So... I'll try to find the unique angle on them and talk about how uh, how each of these shows puts a unique spin on the the transformation aspect of the henshin hero genre, I guess. Um, and that that being said, it does make me think a little bit harder about Denazanon. And it's interesting. You have I'm just going to go broad strokes. You have uh, <laughs> like a an out of time Mummy Man, a, uh, <laughs> she's not a gothic lolly, she's just a lolly, like a weird, uh, you know, delinquent lolly girl, you have a neat, a normal guy, and a depressed pretty girl. Uh, those are the five people who combine into Denazanon and who save the world. And, you know, the premise of the show, uh, 
the premise of the show. That's that's a little <laughs> that's a little bit extreme. But the show starts off with this, you know, image and, and these words, scarred souls shine like stars. And it talks well, it, it mentions that or it shows that on the screen and then it goes into the into the show. It just kind of throws you into it. And uh, each of these people's damaged. Uh, Koyomi has his history, which is actually more complicated, but that I would say drove him to being a neat because I think it's less than optimal. Uh, Chise has her trouble at school where I think she was bullied and uh, felt like an outcast. Yume is dealing with the grief of the death of her sister, who I can't remember how long ago her sister died, two years ago, four years ago, I'm not sure. I think it's only like two years, but it, regardless, um, she's you know not dealing with the death of her sister well and her grief is alienating her from other people and uh, Yamogi is dealing with the fact that his dad and you don't find this out unless you check out the supplemental material I think uh, his dad is in fact alive but his parents are split and he's kind of having to accept this new guy finding his way into uh, well becoming his stepdad eventually you know finding you know, his mom's in love with this guy and he has to meet him and, and deal with him and such so uh, that's you know, that's something causing him strife, despite the fact that other than that, like within school, he's got the life, he's got it made. Um, but then at home, things are bad. Versus like Chise, she seems to have a loving home life, but at school, things are bad. Uh, Yume, her parents feel cold and they're hurt from what happened. And uh, you know, she's the pretty girl, she's popular, she should have what she wants uh, as far as you know all these boys being interested in her and such. But then she, you know, is damaged goods and she refuses to she. Uh, refuses to have a relationship with any of them for whatever reasons that we don't ever really find out. Uh, but she keeps doing this thing where she, you know, breaks her word and refuses to meet with them. And that's, you know, that's this weird quirk and this damage that she has. Um, and then Koyomi, like he's being allowed, he lives with his parents. He's being allowed to, to be a neat. Uh, so he's got that support, but then something's broken inside of him and that's more related to his past and, and such with the, uh, well, with the, the girl from his past and, you know, all these people are scarred in these different ways. Why do scarred souls shine like stars? I guess, I guess that would be the real question to ask in analyzing this show. Uh, what is it about these people who've been hurt and damaged that makes them heroic or, or gives them potential to be kaiju users or uh, Denazanon pilots? Um, and I guess, in a way, uh, it kind of is echoing back to, and I don't know why... Um, I don't know why Ultraman or an Ultraman spinoff would do this, but it's kind of harking back to um, something that I take and that has a lot of meaning to me from Kamen Rider, which is these people have been forcibly changed and hurt, and they want to make sure that that hurt doesn't happen to other people. One of the big concerns in the beginning of the show was that Yume didn't want the city to be damaged anymore. Uh, the damage to the city... But caused by the kaiju is a lot, and, and you know the and Denazanon fighting it, uh, or them uh, is handled much more realistically than it was in uh, Gridman, and yet at the same time it's kind of handled inconsistently because sometimes it really matters and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, sometimes it's focused on, sometimes it isn't. Uh, but at the end of the show, we get this little epilogue where you see that Chise School or some school um, is completely closed down and it's under repairs because of the kaiju attacks. So uh, it seems like there are long-lasting real-world type consequences to the kaiju attacks in this world, uh, or the world of Denazan at least. And uh, I don't quite get how that jives with Gridman, but um, I also uh, I wonder what that means and if that's purposeful and if it has to do with the fact that the, the thesis or the idea is put out there right in the beginning of the show that scarred souls shine like stars. And 
that you know maybe there's something about how through our wounding uh, through our, our stripes we are you know given character or we're made to grow and uh, you know that's supposed to be something to take forward with you uh, in life and I do think I do think that's um, that's a valuable lesson to learn and maybe that's the lesson and that's the point that Denazanon was trying to teach and it's been of course too long I can't say what Gridman was trying to teach but maybe a part of the lesson is that you can become hurt and you can become affected by things but if you keep on living you can maybe you can always change or you can make those scars worthwhile and and I believe Yui does talk about something like that at the end with Yumogi um so I don't know scarred soul shine like stars though sounds super cool I love it it doesn't quite roll off the tongue for me I'm not sure why maybe I, I keep thinking about scared and scarred and how those are spelled because I've been writing those a lot lately for stuff I've been working on but uh, anyway yeah scarred soul shine like stars anyway uh it, it's a it's a very cool saying it's a very cool idea and uh there's definitely something deep in there that i like and it feels like it's supposed to resonate with uh with this whole henshin hero genre um but again that's that's uh that's up for you to uh to come up with your own conclusions on what exactly that means and again i invite you to uh, give me some feedback give me some pushback on this uh analysis um Henshin Inspection itself, these these proper numbered episodes of it are going to be kind of loose. Henshin Inspection presents, I've got a, a formula, I've got that kind of down pat, and I'm tweaking that as I go along, but uh, at least there's a formula there, and I'm, I try to keep those short versus this. I had no idea how long it was going to be, uh, and it seems like it's going on, but I'm, I am going to wrap it up now. Anyway, I am going to wrap it up now. And, uh, yeah, I, I would, I definitely want some feedback, some comments on what you think about the show. Is it a Henshin Hero show? Uh, is it, of course, a Henshin Hero show and it's not worth discussing? And did I tease out the proper unique thing in this show about the fact that we can live on, you know, damaged, but as long as we're living, we can change and we can, you know, make all that pain worthwhile and kind of redeem it and, uh, and take strength from that, that hurt that we've incurred. Because uh, I kind of think that's the point of the show. So anyway, uh, like I said, let me know in the comments what you think about that. And I'd love to hear your opinions on this show overall. And if there's anything you want to discuss about it, feel free. Uh, I am going to go ahead and uh, and close this thing out here. And uh, yeah, I'm going to ask that you uh, go over to the support page. If you look at the bottom of the show notes, there's going to be the... Uh, well, what is it going to be there? I'm not sure what's there yet. But I'll put the uh, scarred... Sh- scarred soul shed like stars uh, my coffee mug slash sticker slash whatever design you can get the scar and then it says the little phrase there and i think it's pretty cool so anyway you can check that out you can check out uh, all my other projects on mgmunios.com i would appreciate that very much i hope you enjoyed this check out my growing collections of analysis art and fiction you can also visit mjmunoz.com support to check out my latest designs and more. I welcome critique to improve my craft, so don't hold back any comments you have for me. I leave you with peace and blessings. This is MJ, signing out. <laughs>